Hello, hello. Here we are with Wanda's Logic again. The midweek check-in. I hope everybody's doing fabulous on this beautiful rainy day. I know I'm doing all right. The rain isn't really my best friend unless I'm getting to stay in bed all day, which today is very busy, so I'm not doing any of that. But nonetheless, I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. Um, I just got home from physical therapy not too long ago. My knee's a little sore, but, you know, just have to muscle through it because there's a lot to get done today. So here we are. The quote for today is going to be, Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. So more of the story, don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. I know... um, This life is hard and things don't come easy for most of us. So just don't give up. You never, ever, ever know how close you are to where you need to be, where you want to be, where you're going to be. And giving up is just not an option, period. It's just not. It's like even me with this podcast, I sit here and I think about it. And I really think that I have so many supporters and so many friends and so much family that love me and um, are there for me for whatever. And then I look at the statistics. um, What is it? Analytics? I think that's what it's called. I'm not good with all that stuff, but I'm thinking that's what it is. Uh, I look at that and I see how many people I really don't have that support me. And it is like heartbreaking at times because I support everyone in everything that they do because support is free. Listening to my podcast is 100% free. You can listen to it while doing almost anything. It's not like it's time consuming. You can put your headphones in. You can have me on speaker while you're washing dishes, while you're walking the dog, whatever it is. It's free though. So, and maybe you don't like what I have to say, whether you're my friend, my family, or somebody who would normally support me in anything. Maybe you've listened to an episode or two and just don't care for anything that I have to say. And that's perfectly fine too. It's just like I said, you just sit here and you really, really think, you know, people got you like you got them and they really don't because numbers don't lie. And while yes, it doesn't give me a breakdown of who listened and who didn't listen and who tuned in this week and who didn't. I get that whole jazz. I get that that's not how it works. But trust me, I know who's out there really listening. Um, Because 90% of the time, when it's somebody who I actually know that's listening, they give me feedback. Or they tell me like, even if they don't give me feedback, they're like, hey, Wanda, like, I listened to your podcast. Um, Like, I'm going to keep tuning in every week or whatever. Or maybe they do give me feedback and they're like, yeah, I want you to talk about this. Or can we talk about that? Or let's collab. So I know. I know who's out there listening. And I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone. Um, Whether you listen to one or listen to all, I appreciate you. And it's only up from here. So I don't let that discourage me as much as I did in the beginning. So... That's just the key to life. Just don't give up. So today's episode, today's tab in my brain is going to be about cheating. 
And the reason why I picked this topic for today is because I had been off of social media for months. I am not a big social media person. Everybody who knows me knows that I may post here and there, um, share some stuff. But I'm not a huge social media, social media person. Sorry, I can't even speak today. That's because I'm so tired because of this rain. But seriously, I'm not a huge social media person. I like to do my own thing and live in my own world. And on social media, you really can't do that. The only social media um, that I usually keep when I go on my hiatus from social media is Twitter. And that's because Twitter, I talk to myself. It's kind of like this podcast. I'm here for me more than I'm here for anybody else. It's just to close these tabs in my brain, to get them out there, to speak them so that they don't consume me. So that is kind of what Twitter is for me too. I just sit there and talk to myself. If somebody agrees, if somebody retweets or likes or comments, then that's cool. But if they don't, then that's cool too, because I'm literally there to talk to myself. And I like talking to myself because, you know, sometimes I need expert opinions and expert advice and they're going to come from me before they come from anybody else. So back to the cheating. Um, Now that I'm back on social media, I see (laughs) memes and posts and just so much nonsense about cheating. And that's why I'm just like, ugh. I just hate to be back on social media, but mainly I'm back on social media to promote my podcast, to put myself out there. I'm doing um, a couple of things that are kind of behind the scenes right now, but I'm trying to get them out there. So I need to be on social media. It sucks, but I need to be on social media so that I can get that following so that I can um, have people looking at my stuff, hearing me speak. Uh, listening to my podcast, whatever. I need to be on social media as much as I don't want to be on social media. So all this stuff about cheating, and I just don't get under- cheating. I don't understand. I will never, ever, 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 ever understand cheating. It's just something that I would never do. I don't understand why people do it. There's so many choices other than cheating You can break up with the person you're with if you want to have sex with somebody else or you want to be with somebody else. You want to kiss somebody else. There's so many forms of cheating. It's not only sexual. And that's another thing that people don't understand. That it's not only sexual. So if you don't want to be with somebody or you don't only want to be with one person, then be in a polygamous relationship or a polyamorous relationship or an open relationship. But if you're with somebody and they think that they're your only one and you guys are together in it for the long haul and they have no idea that that's not what you want, that's not okay. Just be real with people. You don't even know how somebody will react to something that you've never asked them. Or you've never told them. Some people might surprise you. You might think that this person, you know, that you're with wants a monogamous relationship. But maybe in their mind, they thought that you wanted that too. And that's why 
they've never brought it up, you've never brought it up, and now you're both in the dark, and now, you know, cheating is there. You cheat, or you think about cheating, even if you're thinking about cheating, that's just, that's just horrible. Don't even think about cheating. Just be single, get with somebody who wants the same things from a relationship that you want. Because another thing is, there's this stigma that when somebody good looking gets cheated on, it's like, oh my God, how dare they cheat on her? Like, oh, how could she get cheated on? She looks so good. She has this great body, X, Y, Z. Anybody can get cheated on. Anybody. Why do people automatically assume that because somebody looks good, they're not going to get cheated on? Or men are not, or men or women, it's not even, I'm not just singling out the men here. Just because you look good does not mean that the person that you're with isn't a shitty person, isn't a person that would cheat on you. That does not mean that. And I know we like to think that, you know, we're the best thing since sliced bread. We all want to think that. We all want to feel that way. And maybe you are. But that still won't stop you from getting cheated on. And not saying that all people cheat because I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that don't think because you look good that you're not going to get cheated on. Don't think because you don't look good that you are going to get cheated on. It's, It's hectic. People just shouldn't cheat, but people cheat every single day. And I'm telling you, it's not limited to ugly people, fat people, skinny people, pretty people, gorgeous people. Like, it's not limited to anything. People of all backgrounds, shapes and sizes, colors, beautiful, ugly, like everybody gets cheated on. I think a big thing is, and I've been talking about this um, for a while now with, you know, people close to me about cheating. And we're going to go into men only because that's my more of my experience. While yes, I've dated women and I love women. My experience with what I'm about to talk about is mainly with men. And men want it all and when I say they want it all I mean they want the housewife the you know she stays home she cooks she cleans she takes care of the kids she may work a part-time job she may not be the best looking she may she may be gorgeous um but pretty much she's the homebody They go out on occasion, but not too much. She doesn't really care for partying. You know, she's most likely a mom. They want that, but then they want the icing for the cake too. So when I say that is they want the person that everybody else wants too. They want to be able to get this good looking, great looking, fine woman That's, you know, out in the streets with booty shorts and her titties out. They want it. And sometimes it's literally just to know that they got it, to know that they still got it, to know that they can pull somebody if they want to or whatever. Doesn't make any sense, but I've seen it happen a lot and I'll never understand it. It's just like 
I feel like if you're so in love with somebody and you guys have that um, chemistry and that passion for each other, your housewife can be that same girl that you're looking for in the streets or whatever. She can give you everything that that girl can give you and more. So I don't understand why you think needing it all or wanting it all is something more than you have at home. And I think it's more or less the thrill. It's just something new. Like some guys literally just need that, need something new. And again, talk to your partner about it. You need to talk to them about it because a bigger thing is, is nobody should be able to check your partner, period. Nobody should feel entitled enough to come to your partner and tell them that you were with them, that you slept with them, that you did this, that you did that, that you've been hitting them up. Nobody should be able to do that. If I'm with somebody and a woman comes up to me and they tell me, oh, yeah, like, oh, that so-and-so is your man and he was at my house last night, whatever, whatever, I'm going to already know about it. And if I don't know about it, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be an absolute problem. So that's why I don't understand why men think that, you know, they're going to get away with it. And you might get away with it for a little bit of time. You might because you might have these females so worked up on you or so obsessed with you that they don't even want to disclose the relationship that you have with them because then that might mean that they might have to cut you off and you don't want that they don't the the females don't want that but at the same time like I said I just feel like the men want it all they want you know the the person it's more or less they want the person that they can take to their moms that they're so down to earth they're so dope um They could be around the family. They can come to cookouts and get togethers and whatever. And then they want the girl that they could take to the hotel room and do their thing. And then not have to not have to give them too much more, not have to give them any intimacy or, you know, return their text messages or whatever. They just want to have fun. And. You should be able to have fun with the person that you're with. And if you're not having fun with the person that you're with, then you shouldn't be with them. Another thing that I want to touch base on is I've heard and I've read articles, you know, I get on, I get on, um, I Google and I look up one thing and it doesn't even matter what it is. I could look up famous looking up somebody famous and I'm on Google and I'm looking up this famous person and I don't know if you've ever realized on Google or you've ever clicked on the little like you ask a question and you say who was the main character or the lead character in this movie and then they have the answers they have some pictures popping up then if you scroll down a little bit they have more questions they have little drop boxes. So I get into that all the time. I Google one thing and then I'm 15 drop boxes in and we're on a completely different subject. So doing that one day, I don't even remember the original thing that I was looking up on Google. But I'm looking on Google 
And then I read an article that was talking about how home wrecking is a myth. And they were saying that home wrecking is a myth because somebody can't wreck a home. Somebody got to open the door for them or whatever. I don't know. I can't even tell you verbatim what it said because my brain just hurt after reading it. Because home wrecking is not a myth. It's not. I'm sorry to break the news to you. It's just we're calling the wrong people home wreckers. Let me reiterate that to you. If you didn't catch it the first time, let me let me take that back real quick. I'm going to run it back for you and I'm going to do it very slowly. Home wrecking is not a myth. We are calling the wrong people home wreckers. You got me this time? Check this out. So we always want, let's say a man and woman are married. We're just going to call him Paul and call her Sarah. Paul and Sarah are married. They've been married for 10 years. On the surface, all looks well. They have a couple kids together. Paul and Sarah are doing great. Now, Shannon and Paul meet. They start kicking it with each other, hanging out, having sex, whatever. Obviously, Sarah Sarah doesn't know about Shannon. Why does everybody want to call Shannon the homewrecker when they find out that what's going on? Now Sarah's yelling at Shannon, screaming, carrying on. How and why is Shannon the homewrecker? First of all, you don't even know if Shannon even knows about Sarah. That's number one. That is first and foremost, you don't even know if Shannon knows the real deal. Paul could have been telling her anything. He could have been selling her hopes and dreams because that's what people do. They tell you what they what you want to hear or what they think you want to hear. So Shannon can be clueless. But if you let anybody else tell it, you tell anybody else about the situation... Shannon's a whore. Shannon's a homewrecker. Shannon's a... No, Paul's the homewrecker. That is who the homewrecker is. And it's crazy that I have to even like... I'm sitting here laughing because it's really that funny to me. Like it really is that funny to me that people, number one, believe that homewreckers don't exist. Or people, number two, believe that the person that cheated with the married person is the homewrecker. No, no, they're not the homewrecker. I don't even care if Shannon did know about Sarah. I don't care. She's not the homewrecker. The homewrecker is Paul. He's the one who is tied to Sarah. He's the one who took vows with her. They are married to each other. Shannon has nothing to do with anything going on in that home. So how is she a homewrecker? How is she wrecking their home 
when she has nothing to do with that home. But because society tells us that that's right. Society tells us that, you know, if a woman knows that a man is married or with somebody and she starts dealing with him, then she's wrong. And I'm not saying that she's not wrong. I am not saying that. I'm not here to fend for Shannon. I am not. I'm just here to tell you that Shannon is not the homewrecker. That's all I'm here to tell you. The homewrecker is the person inside the home wrecking the home. That's who the homewrecker is. And I know there's going to be people that listen to this today and are going to think I'm batshit crazy or they're not going to understand where I'm coming from. And that's cool. We can kindly agree to disagree. But I'm telling you right now, no one is going to sway me any other way. Wrong is wrong. And I'm not here to defend anybody who's wrong. I'm just saying, if we're going to call a spade a spade, call a spade a spade. Call the person who is actually in the home day in and day out that is telling their significant other lies. Call them the homewrecker. Tell them what it is. Tell them that they're wrong. Because the crazy thing is, is like I said, we sit here and as society tells us that Shannon is wrong and Shannon's a homewrecker and whatever else. Paul pretty much gets off scot-free because in, in what I've seen anyway, nine out of 10 times, Paul gets to keep his marriage. He gets to keep Sarah. He gets to keep the kids. He probably even gets to keep Shannon. But Shannon's reputation is ruined. She's a whore and a homewrecker. And Paul did nothing wrong. You know, Shannon probably seduced him. This is what people are thinking. Shannon seduced him. He didn't want to do it. He just, you know had a lapse of judgment, whatever it is. It's like they have a million excuses as to why he's not wrong, but why Shannon is. So if somebody could explain to me how that works, I would be 100% satisfied because I'll never understand. But stop putting the blame where the blame does not belong, period. Stop calling people homewreckers that have nothing to do with the home that they're supposedly wrecking. That home's foundation was never solid if somebody can come in, a human being, not a bulldozer, not a wrecking crew, a human being can come in and wreck that home. Yeah, the foundation was never solid to begin with. And I'm going to leave you guys at that. This was Wanda's Logic again. I'll be back very, very soon. I hope you guys enjoyed the content from today. And as always, stay weird.